in the world of freedom. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Ich bin ein Berliner. This is Radio Goethe Magazine with Arndt Peltner. News and information from the heart of Europe. Hello and welcome to Radio Goethe Magazine. I'm Arndt Pelton. In today's show I have an interview about investing in Germany and old Europe and I will talk about one of the German punk music pioneers. So stay tuned. But first, the news. Radio Goethe Magazine. The News with Nina Paula. Berlin. German Chancellor Angela Merkel has confirmed government plans to boost the economy as a global recession looms. One proposal aims to support the struggling auto industry. Germany is to boost the ailing car industry by reducing its taxes on low emission cars. Environmentalists have pressed for the change, saying it will encourage owners of polluting cars to scrap them and thus help reduce carbon dioxide emissions blamed for global warming. Duisburg The biggest mosque in Germany has opened in the city of Duisburg and has already become a symbol of successful integration. Unlike other mosque projects in Germany, there was virtually no protest from the local community. The mosque in the industrial and mining town in the Ruhr region of Germany includes a meeting center for the whole district, an unprecedented project in Germany. Politicians, church representative and the board of the local Islamic community agree that the mosque sets a positive example of integration. Wittenberg Martin Luther sparked a Protestant reformation in the German city of Wittenberg 500 years ago. But today only 10% of its population is Protestant. Now church leaders have launched a major drive to change that and make the birthplace of Protestantism more Protestant. One goal is to organize a traditional bishop's dinner and even a Martin Luther medal will be awarded for the first time for particular services to German Protestantism. A sort of employee of the month for Protestants. Berlin. Fans of modern art should come to Berlin these days. In the capital has opened a new contemporary art gallery, three major retrospectives and no less than five trade fairs. The Hamburger Bahnhof, a former train station converted to a modern art showcase, shows some new artists and big names such as Andy Warhol and Josef Beuys. A brand new gallery for contemporary art occupies part of the former site of the city's Hohenzollern Palace, which was then home to the almost dismantled Palace der Republik, the former East German Parliament. All that is just a drop in the ocean of the Berlin art world. The city is also hosting an ambitious cycle of 10 exhibitions dealing with the cult of the artists over the coming months. Berlin. A very modern stage show has arrived in Berlin called Auto Auto, with complaints from car lovers. The star of the show is an Opel Kadett E. Two men stroll on stage and start drumming on the hood, slamming the doors, abusing the car with sledgehammers and saws or scraping the paint with sandpaper. It takes 90 minutes to reduce the car to junk and while doing this, both artists produce an astonishing variety of music, from bossa nova rhythms to Mozart. 
Both see the Opel Kadett E as the Steinway of concert cars. Auto Auto has a lot in common with other drumming spectacles like Blumen Group or Stomp, but Auto Auto has more enemies. Members of Opel fan clubs in Germany have refused to attend the shows. What seems like contradiction turns out to be actually a good plan. France and Germany teamed up to present old Europe over here as a good place for companies to be. The two countries, longtime competitors, became partners for economic growth and investment, presenting the big advantages to be in the heart of Europe. I talked to Michael Pfeiffer, the managing director of Invest Germany, who recently, with his French counterpart, presented the European Attractiveness Scoreboard. Mr. Pfeiffer, why are France and Germany teaming up for American investments? There's a message behind it, and the message is good old Europe is very strong, is doing very well in uh, modern, in, in developing a modern economy. We are number one in automotive. You would not expect that over here. We are number one in chemicals. Nobody expects that, but there is a long history behind that. And there are many other issues where Europe is really world-leading, and that depends on the huge European single market. We have now about um, 500 million inhabitants in Europe, and this means that we are really a strong economy. When people over here think of France and Germany, they think of two totally different countries and cultures. What do they have in common? France and Germany belong to the founders of the European Union. And inside the European Union, you have the same rules and regulations. You are a single market. There's no difference between uh, the access to the two markets. Whether you come from outside the European community, it's access to the community, and it doesn't matter whether you go to France or go to Germany. And French companies can go to Germany and vice versa. So this is really also one of our messages. Europe is one huge single market. But aren't you competitors in some ways as well? Of course we are, and that's good, that's fine. Uh, France and Germany have always been competitors, and everybody thinks, we as Germans think we are a bit better than the French, and the French think they are a bit better. And it's really funny, both economies have strengths, and both economies have problems. And the combination of both is also something that makes Europe strong. So do I understand this right? This is more helping out each other? We have a firm belief that it's better to have an investor come to Europe and then even to France, <clears throat> than to go overseas, to Asia or somewhere else. So we are really fighting together to uh, have foreign investment in Europe. We present Germany as a country that has its strengths in automotive. Everybody knows that over here. Everybody knows that uh, Germany is, has a very good labor force. And everybody knows over here that Germany was 20, about 20 years ago united. Eastern Germany became part of the whole of Germany. And this meant that we had to uh, build up the economy in the eastern part because on the day of unification, the economy in eastern Germany broke down for simple reasons. They were not competitive for sake of quality. And as they had the same wages then, uh, they were also too expensive. And after the breakdown of the East German economy, a lot had to be done to 
promote investment in that part of my country. And it's today one of the strengths of Germany that uh, we have a very modern, a very good developed infrastructure, not only in the West, but especially in the eastern part of Germany. You are working together with Invest in France. Are there any other European partner countries? Yes, we are cooperating with all of them. And actually, um, we had a discussion whether others would not participate <coughs> in this campaign in promoting Europe over here. <coughs> the problem was, the more you have in the boat, the more discussions have to be led in advance. And we didn't have so much of time. So uh, we decided to have this, the two strongest economies within the community to show up over here. What kind of investors and businesses are you looking for? Uh, from California, uh, we have uh, the, a very modern type of investors. Young companies, startup companies, companies that are in uh, uh, renewable energies, very many of them, and of course uh, ICT. So uh, we really are very happy about the young and the uh, investors with the background from California. Recently I talked to several secretaries from different German states who were all over here to pull investors to their state. Why are you on the federal level doing the same job? Of course, it's not easy in a federal state. We have 16 German states and 16 German states want foreign investment. But we are the government organization of the central government and uh, we have a division of labor. We are the ones that go abroad. We are the ones that try to find investors. And after the investor has decided not only to come to Germany, but to come to a location in a federal state, then we hand him over to the federal state and they take care of everything else. And we go outside Germany again. Um, of course, the federal states in Germany go abroad themselves. And we think it's fine if they do. But the combination, they do their job and we do our job and finally it ends up with more investments back home. Your trip was organized a while ago, now you're here in a tough economic climate. Is there really an interest in talking about investing overseas? It's funny, but yes. Uh, there are young companies, brand new companies that uh, are not very big and they are thinking of uh, going to locations where they find the uh, best business environment for them. So even in difficult times, they discuss uh, going to Europe, going to France, going to Germany with us. Of course, we feel, and the potential investors give us signs, that it might take a bit longer now to decide on an issue like that. But the interest is still there. Judging by the news, it seems to me everyone is very careful. Everything seems to be on hold. No, it's, it's not on hold. The discussions go on. And uh, we have very positive signs from companies. Even uh, in the days we are here, we get these positive signs. And we have meetings with investors over here, potential investors over here. And uh, they are not that reluctant. Of course, we know that it might take a bit more time to uh, have final results. But uh, if, if you're in the business and if you're looking for markets and the right business surrounding, I think uh, if you organize your business uh, 
being financed, then you do this step and you go overseas as well. How do you present Germany? Is there anything you can offer investors? Yes, of course we can. Um, Germany is a country within the European community and within the European community there are very strict rules about uh, subsidies and uh, about uh, benefits you can give to companies that settle new inside Europe. And uh, fortunately, in the eastern part of Germany, which is not that high developed as the western part, with more unemployment, uh, they, we can give more benefits than in the western parts. So actually, in the eastern part, we are competing with the new eastern states that have become member of the European Union just recently. Renewable energies is the focus these days. Everyone is talking about it. What is the situation regarding this in Germany? With renewable energies, Germany is leading in Europe and maybe it's also leading worldwide, although we do not have as much sun as you have over here in California. But uh, renewable energies has been a long-term issue in my country and we have rules and regulations that make it interesting for companies involved in renewables to go to Germany. For example, if you are a producer of electrical power from a renewable plant, then the uh, electrical companies have to buy the, your power. And they have to buy it to a price that is about twice as high as the market price. So uh, they get a wonderful subsidy if they develop and produce in Germany. And they start exporting from Germany to California now. Und sie singen, das ist geil, das ist geil, hurra! 
everyone in Germany knows this song, Hurra Hurra die Schule brennt by Extrabreit. This was a huge hit for the band in the early 80s when the Neue Deutsche Welle rolled over Germany. It was a time when record labels released German bands and called it NDV. The important part was they needed to be from Germany, Austria and Switzerland and they had to sing in German. The wave came, the wave went and only a couple of bands survived the tumultuous times. One of them, Extrabreit, that came out of Hagen in West Germany and played a refreshing and timeless punk-pop mix. After 30 years the band is still around, of course they look a little bit older, like me who has gained a couple of pounds since the early 80s as well, but haven't we all. Anyway, Extrabreit have recently released a brand new album called Neues von Hiob, presenting it live these days. Singer Kai Hawaii is quite satisfied with the outcome. I would say it's a, it's a very it's a straight uh, rock album. Um, of course, you still can hear the punk influences. And uh, I, I would just say, in, it's in, in a way, it's, it's very classic. Uh, it, it's got a modern sound, yes, but um, uh, it's very down to earth. Uh, it's not uh, in any way what you could call over overproduced or something like that. It's. Uh, um, It's a very straight thing and that's what it was supposed to be. Feel the first thing I feel is that I sometimes really can't uh, believe it myself. I mean, that it's really 30 years that we're around and uh, and playing and, and doing records. I mean, this is, uh, of course, in a way rare. I mean, it's not so many bands that can say that. And 
uh, then in a way is, is something which is uh, quite satisfying, I have to say. It's, it's fun that we're still around and we, we, we really love to play live, uh, especially. And uh, we're really quite happy that, that we can still do that. And, um, um, but of course, naturally, after all these years, um, uh, we wouldn't make plans like in, into the far future now, you know. We say, okay, it's, it's going to be a, it, it has been and it, it, it's still a busy year uh, uh, this year. And then we see what happens next year, I think. Then we have to, uh, yeah, well, draw back a little and, and see what happens before we start uh, doing something new. It was, it was at that time, it was sort of innovative to sing in German. And uh, yeah, and that's what I mean, that it so in this way um, lay the ground, laid the ground, you know, for what uh, uh, grew on it during the last three decades. 
back Extrabyte and many others of the NDW bands can be considered to be pioneers for the German language music scene. Their use of language gave many bands that followed the confidence that things are possible. Compared or starting from the days when we started, um, there has been a, a really huge development uh, of German music genres. Um, uh, like for example, now we have. Uh, a lot of very different stuff. We have hip-hop, we have German punk rock, we have uh, whatever. Um, I, I think the German pop culture uh, has made, a, uh, all in all, has made an uh, interesting development. It has a great vi variety these days um, and uh, it partially has a, a lot of quality too, because it's a question of taste. It's not all these uh, younger bands that I actually uh, can deal with or interested with, but uh, interested in, but uh, yeah, well, there's a lot more going on now than there was going on when we started. Uh, maybe that was a little bit of a of an of an ignition at that time. You can find extra byte online at d-breiten.de. That was today's Radio Goethe magazine. Please find us online at radiogoethe.org and subscribe to our free podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Art Pelzer. Sie zogen seine Flipflops aus, sie waren angeschenkt der Taliban. Er erzählte mir von seiner Flucht mit dem alten Urlaubar. Auf einem japanischen Motorrad, über den